I'm primarily a short fiction writer, although I've written about five or six novels along the way. Done about 136 published so far. My writing number is up around uh, 500 and some pieces, most of which didn't sell. I sell about 20% of everything I write, but I sell 80% of everything I manage to submit to an editor. This is the Bud Sparhawk series. The first episode of the series is episode 124. Analog Mafia is something that an organization started by Arlen Andrews, who uh, started this this thing as a, a group of science fiction writers who have appeared frequently in Analog. Mafia is members appearing frequently in Analog. Ah, I didn't know that. And uh, you had to get two stories to join. So uh, a bunch of us got, we have badges and all sorts of things, and it means absolutely nothing. And uh, people think it's actually something uh, (laughs) something more important than it is. You mean you don't go around breaking people's legs or collecting protection money? What what the heck? (laughs) No, we try to discourage new writers as much as possible (laughs) to eliminate the competition. Uh, The... uh, other thing Arlen got me involved with is an organization called Sigma, S-I-G-M-A, hmm. which has is not an acronym. It's just a, a nice Greek letter that we oh. wanted to use. And we uh, he got this idea for this organization from Jerry Pornell and Larry Niven when they wrote uh, The Mode of God's Eyes, I think it was. And that's not right. But anyway, it, the feature in sto- had, had as one of its plots a bunch of science fiction writers get asked by the government to help them communicating with aliens. And uh, he thought that would be a nice thing to do. And we started uh, promoting it. And we have been, over the years, invited to a large number of government organizations to help them think in terms that they don't usually think about. Uh, Case in point, and this will show you the blindness of some people. We were asked to go to a uh, Mm -hmm. secret facility. (laughs) Uh, had no signs on it. It was a black building. Had a big fence around it with concertina wires on top. We walked in, had to sign in, had to surrender our cell phones, recording devices, and escorted back into a uh, secure conference room. We were told that uh, we were not to disclose anything that we saw, discussed, or heard during this session Mm -hmm. with anyone outside of the group. We then were escorted into a room where we met, had uh, about 13 other people there, men in suits. And uh, Arlen stood up and introduced himself. I'm Arlen Andos, blah, 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 blah. And we all stood up and did that. And then the first government stood up and he says, I'm so-and-so with a government agency and sat down. So did the rest of the 12. Oh, okay. Was anybody wearing black suits, by the way? Are they, are we getting men in black kind of thing going on here? 
wearing black suits, and some of them had earphones in them. <laughs> so then we broke up into, into groups and uh, were given some some situations, and we had to talk out what are some possibilities on this. And then we convened together, discussed each scenario, went out and did it again. While we were doing it, we each had whiteboards to scribble on. And as we left to go back into the conference room, people with cameras came in and took photographs of all the whiteboards. Got yeah. it. This was They thanked us very graciously for our attendance at this. They thought it would be a very valuable input. We went back to the conference room where we were again warned about Basibut and nobody talking about this, anybody outside the group. Uh, this is very secretive. Don't even mention the name of the organization. And by the way, we have some parting gifts for you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was coffee cups, pens, oh, no. pads, all which had the agency's name. What the concern. heck? <laughs> so apparently, two sides of the organization didn't talk to each other. What? That's crazy. <laughs> that, was fairly, that was fairly typical. Because one of the big things that uh, the group has found in dealing with government agency is that people live in silos. And the silos rarely talk to each other. Uh -huh. It was not surprising to find in any of the service groups that we dealt with that one group was not talking to a group that was a matter of 100 feet away from them mm -hmm. and had no idea what the others were talking about or doing or how they related. So a lot of things we do, Sigma does, is act as a glue to pull disparate parts of the organization together and get them thinking in cooperative terms instead of being in opposition to each other. Oh, interesting. So I bet there was a lot of different department people from different departments that were in that room. They just didn't introduce themselves beyond the one fellow. Agencies. Ah, uh, yeah. Interesting. The trouble is that most of the organizations we deal with are working on classified materials. So we've got to be very cautious about what we brag about. But the story about the coffee cups and parting gifts is so precious that we couldn't <laughs> resist talking about that. Wow. I can't believe that one. Huh. So uh, how did you get in this Sigma? Like, what did you, how did you get involved with that? Well, I was friendly with, with Arlen Andrews and he was a, uh, he was looking for people who had uh, a good, good uh, educational background, PhDs mostly, who also write science, wrote science fiction. So we had the right orientation. And then I sort of got brought into the group, even though I don't have a PhD. But uh, and then I started. He asked me to develop the website for them at sigma.org. So, and, so the uh, government agency asked you to build a website for them, or do you mean? No, Arlen. Oh, okay. So, so we did in there, and I spent about a year putting up the biographies and all the pages in there and then turned it over to uh, another member to manage because I'm not good on details. Yeah, so so the secret organization that has like cups and t-shirts now has a website. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we don't mention them at all. Oh. We do have a few things on there that are public, so you can do the research on that. Ah. However you found Sci-Fi Thoughts, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation services, if you've enjoyed the show, go ahead and do us a favor. Go to wherever you get this podcast and leave us a review. 
even clicking a few stars. And this will help out the show in many ways. In the show notes, we've got goodies for you. There's links to video interviews with Bud Sparhawk, a link to Sigma. Go ahead and tap, tap, tap in your podcast player to pull up those show notes and you can click on those links with your finger for easy access. Otherwise, if you downloaded this over your computer, go back to the website where you downloaded the MP3 and you'll be able to get to those links right there in the web page. Next episode, more Bud Sparhawk. You asked a question about virtual conferences. I Yeah. This has been a strange month because... Uh, I've been in two uh, conventions, virtual conventions so far. Yeah. Which are very different. We had the one I had yesterday. We had 135 attendees in the in the room, which is something you never run into in real life. 135 in the virtual room. Is that, that's what you're saying? 135 observers, participants. Yeah. Six members on the panel. Ah. Oh. 